0: Welcome to Short Stories, a podcast on mommyhood matters by The Shortest Tallman. I am your host, Maggie Tallman, The Shortest Tallman herself. Grab a cup of coffee or tea and hang out with me while we discuss everything mommyhood. I'll share with you a bit about my own life and stories and bring on some amazing guests who are real moms like you and me doing really amazing things. So let's get started. Hello, shorties. Here we are. It's episode three already. So if you're still here listening, um, just a huge thanks to you. You know, obviously, I'm an amateur at this. I'm new. I don't really know what I'm doing. (laughs) I'm trying my best. Um, And I'm just having a blast doing this. So I I just want to thank you again for listening along, and, um, I think you're going to really enjoy episode three. So here we are Memorial Day. Um, such an important holiday, obviously for our nation and, you know, less importantly, so it's totally the unofficial start of summer. Um, and I'm so excited. I, you know, the pool association we belong to just opened and we always go to the parade on Memorial Day. And, um, I don't know, it just, it just gets me right in the mood for summer. So I'm just feeling particularly pumped up about it. Um, You know, I I just wanted to mention um, in my little monologue here that, you know, this podcast thing, it's crazy. It's crazy that I have one. Um, There's a lot of fear associated with it. Like, I'm still not over this. I'm still not over having a blog. Like I actually write stuff and publish it on the internet and expose myself in that way. And this podcast is like having the blog times 10. Um, But, you know, I'm just, I get pumped about it. I just thought about this stuff and I thought, you know, when I wanted to, when I first thought about doing the blog, I just kind of thought, well, What if? You know, what would that be like? What could I do with it? And then I couldn't get that idea out of my head until finally I just did it and I did it scared. And same thing with the podcast. I just kind of kept thinking, what if, what if, what if? And then I said, you know what, I'll never know until I try. And... You know, it reminds me of a quote um, that Brene Brown said. You know, you guys know how much I love Brene Brown. It was in that one podcast interview um, on Liz Gilbert's podcast, um, Magic Lessons, where she interviewed Brene Brown, and she said, "What's worth doing even if you fail? That's really that's the key. It's it's not you know what's worth doing. Um, you know, if you succeed, but what's worth doing even if you fail? So." you know, I don't know. I'm just, I'm, I'm finding myself very psyched about this project and enthusiastic about it. And that's just, you know, that's how I know that that's a passion of mine. And that's how I know that, um, you know, it's kind of like my calling, at least right now. Um, and you know, even if my art isn't perfect, um, I'm still doing it and I'm still sort of, you know, doing my, um, thinking about self-love and self-care um, within my creativity. So, the only reason why I wanted to mention that is just that, you know, it's something that I think about, and I think it's something that you should think about, and what's worth doing even if you fail? What, um, what thing, you know, is there something that you want to do that you kind of can't get it out of your head, but it's scary, and what if you fail, and what if people you know, make fun of you, or people are passing judgment, chances are, you know, even if they do pass judgment, first of all, so what? And second of all, um, you know, who knows, what if you totally nail it? Wouldn't that be something? So anyway, continuing on with this conversation that we have of self-care for moms Um, I'm thrilled because this interview was one that I was really excited about, and it's with Gina Rossi, who is the instructor of the Kundalini Yoga class that I go to that I've written about a couple times in my blog. Um, She is totally someone who has found her passion, found her calling. She's found um, that which uh, gives her enthusiasm, um, and that is uh, Kundalini Yoga, which is a very specific, um, kind of unique type of yoga. Um, So locally, right here in New Hartford, um, they I'm not kind of in tune with all of the yoga studios around here. The one, um, that I go to in Bloom actually has three classes of Kundalini yoga. Um, there's one on Wednesday nights at seven, Friday nights at six, and then, um, Gina's class is on Sunday mornings. Um, and actually this Sunday, um, June, uh, oh, June something, June 3rd. I think that's the, the Sunday. Oh dear. Let me look at my calendar. I should have been ready for this. Nope. Yeah. June 3rd. Um, she's having a little Kundalini yoga, choose happiness, um, celebration from nine to 11 at in bloom. That sounds pretty cool. Um, you can follow her on Facebook at Kundalini yoga with Gina, um, or her website is Kundalini yogi g.com. Um, and you know, I gotta tell you, if you need a jolt, if you feel like you're in a funk, if you just kind of feel like you're just swimming along and and you just need a little something something give her class a try it's it's outside of the box um but i really like it i think it's pretty cool so anyway uh without further ado here's my uh awesome conversation with gina rossi Hello to everyone out there. I'm so excited today. Um, I'm finally getting a chance. We've had a few misses with having an interview, and I'm finally getting a chance to talk to Gina Rossi. Hello, um, Gina. How are you today?
1: I'm so good. Thank you for having me.
0: You're welcome. I'm calling this episode um, Sat Nam, y'all, because <laughs> <laughs> not from the South, um, but she is very familiar with Sat Nam. Um, which is, um, if anybody is familiar at all with uh, Kundalini Yoga, Satnam is like the the center of it all. It seems like.
1: <laughs> yeah, it's the it's our hook,
0: right? That's the hook. hook. Mm-hmm. Yes. So I'm so happy to finally be here to talk with you. Me too. All right. So, you know, I've been coming to your Kundalini Yoga classes since last summer, um, mm. and I'm obsessed with them i don't come as often as i would like but i i use a lot of the stuff we do in class um all the time oh, um i'll chant in my car if i'm kind of like going someplace that i'm like a little stressed about i'll just kind of you know why hey guru it up smart good for you <laughs> and um you know i i just it's had such a positive and powerful impact on me how did you get into kundalini yoga You know, has it always been a part of your life or, you know, how did you get into this? Um, I was. It's kind of rare. You know, it's not, you know, it's not Hatha yoga or flow or, you know, one of the ones you hear about all the time.
1: I know it wasn't brought to the United States until 1969, and so it's very new to the Americas. Um, it's one of those yogas, and like all yogas, that wasn't supposed to be taught to you know anyone. You, know, you had to wait seven generations in a family and be scrutinized oh forever, like a lot of yogas. Um, and so I had started taking yoga in 1994. I must've been a bridezilla. So my husband got me a yoga. Yeah, this is a long time ago. So he got me a yoga VHS and I sat down and I did it within 10 minutes of the, um, of the video. I had like a, I just started crying. I had a release and when it was whenever I'm going to stick with this. And so I did. And then, um, when I got pregnant in 2000 with my first daughter, I wanted to continue, but there wasn't, everybody was still really afraid to do yoga for pregnant women. Who so there was Shiva Ray had a pregnancy video. Yes. Yep, yep. I which,
0: had that
1: one. <laughs> yep. And I liked that one, but Gurmukh had one, which was Kundalini Yoga. And it was okay. really long, really hard <laughs> um v- video but i loved it and it had such profound effects on me i promised myself every day i would do five minutes even as tired as i was working full time i think sure. at the time i owned an ad agency and so i was exhausted oh my gosh um so the cool thing about that is even if i sat and committed to five minutes um i oh, hold on i'm getting a hug and a kiss bye Give <laughs> a mom too Nice, sleep <laughs> Sleepover at the triplets. Um, <laughs> yes. Uh, so even if I just tricked myself into doing five minutes, I could always squeeze out 15, maybe 30. And if I was really lucky 45 minutes, but that yoga had the most profound effect on body, mind, and soul. And so I didn't stick with it too much. I still did some a little bit after that. And then I, um, I went on with my life. I had a second daughter in 2007 and then found myself in a profound kind of just, I can't say profound. And I found myself in a like, I was depressed and I didn't even realize mm-hmm. it. So she was about uh, two and a half or three, which is a t- tough time. And I was working mm-hmm. full time. And I was calling, um, I called my husband, I think around 11 on a Thursday or something like that or Thursday or Friday and I said mm-hmm. and I said I'm I'm at work I'm crying and I don't even know why and this has happened every day this week and I don't know what's going on oh. yeah. yeah and so he said well come home you you know you um come home well relax anyway he said it's going to be a long weekend do your yoga you have been doing yoga for a while and this wasn't kundalini it was just yoga Okay, you haven't been doing your yoga, let's get back to it. Let's see how you feel It was a long weekend. I mean, it was Fourth of July weekend or something. And he said, let's see how you feel if you when you have to go to work back to work on Tuesday. And if you're really hurting still, we'll look into antidepressants. And I said, Yeah, fair, fair enough. That sounds good. Because I don't know what's happening with me chemicals. Uh So something's wrong. So I went home and I dug through my all my now now it's, you know, a whole 2000 and, um, Maybe it's 2010, so I had DVDs by then.
0: (laughs) (laughs) No more VHSs.
1: Um, so I had my library of videos and I had a lot of kundalini ones and I grabbed this one that my mom had given me and I don't even know if I had ever done it. And it literally said like for fat loss. I mean, it was hysterical. <laughs> right. It was it was just a goofy one, it was a Raviana yoga one, and I went, Okay, I'll do this one. And I have to tell you, she did it all. She did breath of fire, she did all this stuff, she did all this you know, kundalini yoga. You know you move weird, you breathe weird, you yeah. move in ways you've never moved before. And I did it, you know, um, Saturday morning, by Sunday morning, it was that it. I went, oh my God, I feel freaking great. By Monday, I was like, I am going to become a yoga teacher. (laughs) That's it. (laughs) That's
0: awesome. Yeah. So that's, oh my gosh, I love that story.
1: That's that. And so I found a place at an ashram in Massachusetts, south of Boston, Mm -hmm. on the way to Cape Cod. And I drove with my two kids, I drove not with my two kids, but having two kids and a full time job, I drove. Once a right. month for a while, four and a half hours to go take uh, Kundalini Yoga teacher training. It was really fun. Wow. Yes, it was a good time. And I haven't looked back.
0: Oh, my gosh. No, I can I can totally see that. I mean, it's been, I mean, I was introduced to it by um, Andrea and who had been coming to your class and she's a friend of mine. And um, I had, it's, it's kind of funny because I had kind of a similar story um, about a year ago. I started out of the blue. I've never had any kind of issues like this. And I just started having panic attacks. Mm. I didn't even know what was going on. I just was like, I, something's wrong. Like, I don't know what, like, it just felt like if I was on a scary ride or if I was, you know, almost like when you almost get into a car accident, but it's a close call yeah. and that feeling you get. Panic, and it was yeah. like, you know, and I'm like just sitting in my house on my couch. Like I didn't just almost get into an egg. What's going wow. on? And, um, so I went through different things, whatever. And then um, I think maybe about it, like I was starting to feel quite a bit better. And but I was I was open to all of the things. You know, I felt like it really it's funny because I think about it now and I'm I'm thankful that that happened because oh. I feel like it really expanded my mind. And I, you know, I don't know if I would have been open to Kunalini Kundalini yoga beforehand <laughs> or some of the other things I did. I think I just would have been like, you know, it's too like I meditate now. And I think I'd be like, okay, like, you know, that's great. Like, I, I this reminds me of something Brene Brown said once. Um, do you do you know who Brene Brown is? Uh, I don't think so. She's a writer, and oh, she, you have to look her up. Right. She's been fantastic. We'll have to talk later. Okay. Um, but she said something in actually in a podcast with um, with Liz Gilbert, the author of Eat, Pray, Love, mm-hmm. and she was saying something because she's she's studied uh, she studies shame, and she studies um. um uh, well, she's a uh, social worker and has studied all these different things. And, um, and I remember her saying one time, like, okay, that's great that you, you know, I don't have time, you know, for any ART because I have a job," <laughs> And I think I probably, I know I love that. And, you know, now she's kind of realized, like, oh, actually, my creativity, you know, my having a creative outlet and being creative and even looking at my work and how I do that creatively is, you know, everything. But right. I'm getting off on a tangent. No, it's true, um, though. And I think that's what yeah. you need.
1: You need to, it's the cracking, uh, it's that cracking yeah. yourself up to new stuff.
0: That's kind you know, of, you know, I kind of feel like that's what happened. And so my friend had said, why don't you come to this yoga class with me? And I was kind of like, eh, you know, I've done yoga before. <laughs> and you know, like, okay. And, and she was like, Yeah, it's not like regular yoga. Yeah.
1: You have to forget like, there's, yeah, everything. Yeah, there's know.
0: like chanting and I'm like yeah, right? So I'm like, all right. And I I I kinda went and I said, Okay, you know, I, I'm gonna be open minded about this. And and I've never looked back. And I just thought, oh my gosh, this is phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, I just I, I yeah, I, I can't. I can't say enough about what a what an impact it has had on me. I just love I'm it. I'm so
1: glad to hear. It's such an experience. And when people come to class mm. and they want to know, they always say, What's it like? And I say, You just you just forget everything you know about yoga and come yes. to class. You have to you have to have the experience. And so a lot of times when I have a lot of newbies in class which I've been getting. It's blowing up here um, and Central mm. New York. I don't know what's going on. We're offering three classes a week now, and I love it's that. It's so awesome, and the classes are full, and because exactly. everybody's the big joke is Kundalini is lit. <laughs>
0: That's the best yeah, thing. It is lit. I I waited to register um, on the Mind Body app until maybe like Saturday night. What well, is this was a few months mm-hmm. ago, and you were still in the small room, you know where where you have it, and. I went to register and I was, I was, there was already like three people on the waiting list. I'm like, what the heck? Yeah.
1: yeah. When there's teacher (laughs) training, I get the small room and it only fits, she'll jam in 15 or 17 for me and that's not enough and we have to (laughs) shut them out. Yeah. It's cool. It's, it's amazing. Yeah. Um, and I like, we have the newbies in class and I say, does anybody have any advice for the new people? And they say, just (laughs) keep an open mind, just enjoy yourself and And they just, yeah,
0: I do think it requires that. I think that if, if you're going in and you've got some like, you know, predisposition, if you're, you know, you, you have to be open to it. And I think if you're open to it, it's not, you know, And I feel like I'm making it sound like it's really like out there and it's, it's, it's not, it's not really out there, but it's, it's, you know, maybe a little bit more out there than, you know, whatever, just hanging out on a Saturday afternoon. But, um, but it's. Oh, I just love it. I just cool. love it. Um, now what, so what about, what makes kundalini yoga so unique?
1: Um, I think, you know, so if we're, most of the uh, United States right now is very used to, and I'm no expert, but and I shouldn't even generalize, but I think most of what we're used to when we think of yoga is vinyasa yoga. Um,
0: sure, I was just gonna say the vinyasa,
1: yeah, yeah, and um, and vinyasa yoga is great, and it actually is in a ni- it's a nice um, in conjunction with Kundalini is a great way to stay fit and and in shape and um, and look at the world in a different way. There's so many benefits of that yoga alone, mm-hmm. um, and I did that seven you know 17 years before I certified for Kundalini yoga, so it provides a good base, and I think helps you maybe even understand sometimes what's going on in kundalini a little bit more, but um, it's not necessary. And I have people who come to class who have never done yoga before, which I like, and they stick with it. Mm. Now, kundalini yoga, we do... a chanting, which that word alone scares a lot of people. So I often yeah. yes. so I often use singing because we can also look at it as singing. You know, we do it a lot with mel- melodious music, um, not the same. Sometimes we don't do just the, it's not singing or going om, om, om. So we sing along to music. And I think that softens it. And it also opens the heart. So I like the melodies. Um, we always do breath work, which really makes a difference in the body it relaxes it opens it up um we don't breathe enough we don't, we're always uh, hunched over not filling the lungs so we work on that and then we start to move in repetitive fashion say with the breath, blinking this mantra sat nam you know you inhale sat and you exhale nam and you move maybe you twist left or right inhaling left mm-hmm. you know mentally um, saying the mantra and exhaling right using Nam. And I think what happens is as you move, we always, uh, and uh, I've been trying to say more and I heard this from one of the other yoga teachers was don't judge the movement or the Kriya um, and the Kriya is really what we call the class, the set of postures and movements that lead to a specific outcome. So we don't judge the Kriya while you're doing the Kriya. Don't judge the meditation while you're doing the meditation. Oh, I love yeah, that. It, that was such <laughs> a brilliant, like, so like ding, ding, ding. Um, because with kundalini yoga, it's bizarre. You're, you're moving ways like a child. Again, you almost feel youthful and you kind of laugh because it's so goofy. And I tell them the stranger, the movement, the more impactful the results and the po- more powerfully you breathe, the more powerful the transformation. So you go through class, it goes by the 90 minutes, flies. I usually, yes, yeah, it, does. it flies. I give a long relaxation where, and relaxation's um, handled differently by a lot of different teachers. The gong is really popular in Kundalini yoga and um, we often say gongs, not bongs. Um, yeah, <laughs> you can buy a t-shirt, gongs, not bongs. That's hysterical. That's awesome. And um, we're lucky because uh, Joe is teaching um, and he plays the gong beautifully. He always says the gong plays me. Um, mm. And it's really beautiful. He does. Yeah, it, he, he does, does a good job.
0: I, I, I'm ready to go back. The first time I went, well, I told you that it was. I happened to be very quiet <sighs> in the studio of the day, which has not ever been the case since Yeah. I, but um, so it kind of distracted me. Was they had just opened, so and it was it frigidly like below like everything
1: else up here. Uh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. Um,
0: um, so, but, but yeah, the gong. Oh my gosh, he it it. does
1: that. And so I don't, you know, I actually have a certification. I took gong training, but it's never. Resonated with me. I know that's a funny word. I just it doesn't. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I just hasn't. I haven't taken to it. Let's say. And so I do that. Um, you know, guided meditation, which people seem to like, which offers really deep healing. I think uh, during Shavasana relaxation then we come out of that and then we meditate and we can do it a couple different ways. We can, we can chant or sing. Um, we can do some more breath work. We can do silent. Um, but we wrap it up with some meditation and then class is over and boom, you're in it just goes by so fast. So, and then yeah, the absolutely. cool thing about it is what happens with a few of the people that have been coming for, for like a year and a half to my classes and when they don't go because life gets in the way their other family members like will drive them to
0: class (laughs) you're going how funny Yoga. oh i love that so
1: yeah because the results and i tell the students too in class i go don't judge it right now don't judge how you feel now especially if you're new to it um, because it takes a little while i said don't judge it now but see how you feel in a couple days see how you're Yeah. More acting instead of reacting. See how like, you can't, we call it (laughs) yoga, angry, yoga, angry.
0: Oh boy. Yeah, no, I totally agree. I totally agree. And you know, and I have to say, so I'm a, I'm a singer, I'm a vocalist. I went to, I went to college for music education and and my, my, uh, my concentration was in voice and I teach voice lessons and, The parallels in what we do in Kundalini and what I have been taught from the, I've had several teachers over the years and what I teach my students, it amazes me. Like I've, um, the breathing thing. I mean, of course, um, that's big breathing low and into the diaphragm. Um, you know, doing like the weirder, <laughs> the better play. when you were talking about the Koreas and stuff. I mean, I'll, I'll, I'll really try to get my students, um, just this morning I had a student and I was really trying to get her like out of, you know, cause sometimes it can be so mentally, um, uh, like you're just so in your head when you're trying to sing and do all these things, Oh, oh yeah. um, with the voice that, you know, I try to get them to kind of like, you know, I'll make them like swim and do like windmills while they're singing and oh, things neat. like that. And, um, and the third eye, that one really got me because we talk about that. Like I always talk about like, you know, your sound wave should be, should be getting coming out of you. Like you have a mouth in the middle of your forehead. Oh, really? Like the sound wave, it's its, a, it's like the energy should be coming out from that wow. spot. And oh my gosh. And the third eye, it's a yoga thing. <laughs> I stole it from yoga and I didn't know it. Cause it's a real, which also made me realize, you know, because it's, <sighs> health, because it's, You know, because it's not hippy-dippy baloney, because it's
1: real. Yeah, it's neat. And that, like you Um, said, with the diaphragm, that one of the things they were saying is if you can keep that diaphragm really healthy, you know, that's one of the uh, uh, components of living a very long, healthy life, is a very good, supple diaphragm, strong mm, diaphragm. Yeah,
0: yeah, I believe that. Um, So who would you say that kundalini yoga is really geared for?
1: Well, and this question is a riot, and I have to say, I have to say, <laughs> everyone, I have taught all kinds of people, um, and i taught at a place, um, uh, for a while, that had a lot of um, uh, i'll just say seniors, let's say for example, and also people who were sick and it taught me a lot. It taught mm. me how to modify classes it These are people who have had three hip surgeries and they're coming and limping because they really just had this their third hip surgery, or somebody who who recently had open heart surgery or people with m s and the, this was like a so this oh, wow. is a place that I taught in the studio it was really a healing studio, and what I learned was people come to heal and i and i Mm -hmm. there's so many reasons people come to yoga and a lot of it i think we say it's for strength and to see how we and it's mentally physically challenging to get into these poses and how can i stretch my body and how can i sculpt this beautiful thing and i think that's kind of how people in america look at it and how it's changed but there's Mm -hmm. so much more so i adjusted my classes Um, To that, and the more I adjusted for people to heal, I started seeing many more people come to class. Um, um, The the other funny thing was, I teach opposite a a headstand class, and the the amazing (laughs) teacher who teaches that class, he is a brilliant yogi and a brilliant teacher, um, and just an amazing person. Um, He saw some really tall. Just beast of a man, come you know, huge arms and just a really? uh, like a look like a Navy SEAL, just a huge guy. And he goes, "Well, oh, he's here sure. for the handstand class." And twice he went to my class. <laughs> he went to Kundalini Yoga, <laughs> and so you know, the other the you know the yoga teacher scratching his head, saying, "What's going on here?" So it's really just um, interesting. It is beyond the being supple and flexible it is it is actually getting that mind strong and that mind flexible so it's fascinating so it's for everybody
0: yes yeah for, as far as my experience i personally find it to be the physical component is there and it's real but it's 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 more of like mm-hmm. a mental and a breathing like a, you know mind body yeah. spirit like connection yeah. thing as opposed to You know, like some of the more like, you know, I think of it as like a stand, like if you go to morning yoga Mm -hmm. or something, it's kind of like that standard vinyasa and poses and stuff, which is great. Mm -hmm. Uh, But it's kind of more of like physical and, you know, self discipline. um kind of thing you know whereas this has kind of a different it is focus. somebody
1: messaged me this morning and said um i've been to your class before what do you have in store for tomorrow because i want to come to your class tomorrow but what will you be focusing on because a lot of the Koreas they focus on say organs so you come to class uh, and it's class right, on the liver. Which, you know doing a whole class just on the liver or kidneys or adrenal function or whoever so um and so she said, what are you teaching? And I said, you know, I haven't, I messaged back and said, I haven't decided, but I can assure you that every class is geared towards A, healing, B, lightening that stress that we've been holding on to. So focus yes. on how do I de-stress them? How do I kind of force it out of them to invoke this deep healing and then fill it you know, fill it with the chanting and the breath work, um, and the meditation. So you fill it with this rejuvenating, replenishing energy. And really what will happen is people start to do Kundalini yoga more, or any of those kinds of, um, uh, what are you going to call mediums to get to this point, you will move from de-stress to joy so quickly. So I took class last night and, um, Uh, and I practice a lot, and so I go to class, and I'm completely Mm. strung out. I work a ton, and, you know, I work at a bank. I commute 75 minutes one way several times a week. I have Oh I have two my kids! Gosh. I have a husband. I you know crazy busy. I have my dog. You hear barking in the background. I have a cat that the dog chases. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> and so I sit in class, and within you know we do this powerful. I love Joe's class because he breaks out all the funky stuff, and we do this powerful stuff, and it's so difficult. And afterwards, I just sit there and go, "Thank God I'm here. I'm so glad I feel. But I feel amazing already. And it's so fast. You go from mm-hmm. lightning the load to b- pure bliss and joy." So that's what I'm hoping for everybody as they continue to come, that they just get to that point more quickly and um, quicker and quicker and it stays with you longer as well.
0: Yes. Um, So I'm hoping everybody just as a little TO here, I'm hoping everybody kind of is realizing why I was so psyched about talking to Gina about kundalini Mm -hmm. yoga (laughs) because it's magical. Um, And you know, this, this podcast is aimed towards moms Um, so, you know, this is, as a mom, I think this has been super helpful to me and just kind of helping me stay grounded and balanced and, you know, um, get in my, my self care and self love. Um, you know, and I can, you know, it's like they always say, I, you know, I, I can fill Mm. others cups, you know, when my own cup is full.
1: Absolutely.
0: So you've basically been an, a yoga yes. instructor, you know, since twenty, 20 <laughs> eleven. Yes. Yeah, you kind of, you've almost been an instructor, you know, like you did it's not like you started it's not like you were like a student for a while and then you know you did this D V D and then you were like, I'm doing this, I yeah. have to get trained in this. So, yeah. So how has being an instructor imp- uh, impacted your practice? It did what I wanted it to do.
1: Um, I decided to be an instructor because I said, I can't afford to not practice yoga. What For whatever reason, the temperament mm-hmm. I've been given, the body I've been given, the mind I've been given, I sure. need to do yoga. And I need a powerful practice. And and Kundalini's, I think, it is a, a an amazingly powerful practice. So I said let's see if I, this, oh, you're going to laugh. So I said, I'm going to become a teacher <laughs> so that I can then teach. And when you teach, you know, cause you go and the teacher does it along with you. Right. And so I'm so excited. I'm going to I'm sure. teach a couple times a week and I'll be in great shape and this will be awesome. I'll practice and I'll be great. So I, in training and for Kundalini yoga, and now I have never gone to a class except for the Raviyana DVD. So like, I've never gone to an official Kundalini <laughs> yoga class. So I'm kind of a little deer in headlights. It's a it's
0: yeah, you kind of did You're this backwards, yeah, I feel so like.
1: <laughs> the the training ended up being a lot more personal transformation as opposed to learning how to teach, which came later, uh, But which is mm-hmm. funny. But I'm sitting in there and the, I swear to God, the teacher says, OK, so I don't I don't um, do the class with you. I maybe will demonstrate maybe, but I mostly just sit here and watch you. I don't do it at all. And I went, what the <laughs>
0: Talking so,
1: about, know, I'm here so that I can teach a couple times a week and get a cheat class in because I'm, you know, cheating. I'm because I'm teaching, and, and it that's has nothing hysterical. to do with right. how Kundalini Yoga works. It does. That's not how it works. Right? They're like, and you know what she said? She goes, "You can't be up there and bliss out. How are you going? You go, you'll be gone. You'll just right. like bye bye." And she's my teacher was right. My teacher was um, Hari Hari Kaur. She's actually been. um, I think Yoga Journal listed her as one of the top most influential yoga teachers like in the world. So and so wow. and she was right because you can bliss out fast. You can get lost in yourself and go so deep. So you can't do that with them. <laughs> so that was funny. <laughs> so I have to practice in order to teach. So it's good. So it's good for my personal practice because I don't really feel. Um, I taught uh, regularly now for. Uh, almost two years, and I'm, you know, pretty comfortable teaching at this point. Um, And I have a lot of Kriyas that I've taught many times and feel very comfortable, but I like to always interject something new, number one. And number two, I really love the fact that being a teacher has made me look at the yoga in a different way. And maybe all Kundalini yogas look at it this way, I don't know. But for me, because I teach, I approach each kriya i reach lesson whatever you want to call it with like uh, complete curiosity i enter it going what's going to happen now like if i do this what's going to happen so i sit and watch and i go and i just watch to see now in class i don't say this is going to happen you're going to feel this because how i feel today when i do the kriya is going to be different than how i how i feel next week doing the kriya i'm a different person but time next week comes and um so i but i do love exploring what each one how it changes me and the things that happen and how i feel and also to keep safe you know what i mean i watch to keep safe and when they mm. need yeah, when they need time to sure. rest and when they need time to just keep going and uh, i love it i love it way more than i ever thought i would it's a beautiful
0: it is awesome I mean that's how it should be. That I mean that's how you know what you're calling. Yeah. It gives am, you enthusiasm. Uh,
1: totally hooked. Completely. Yeah.
0: Oh, that's awesome. Now, one of the things I love about your class is that it's it's very evidence based, science based. Um so can you explain, you know, some of some of those real benefits of, of kundalini yoga? Yeah, you know,
1: that's a, I, I always struggle with this question. It seems, it always comes to me when I'm teaching. Uh, I love to drop science a lot. I always mm-hmm. say I'm going to be dropping science right now. And I also, on my Facebook page, I always try to drop a lot of science and find these evidence-based articles.
0: So. Mm-hmm. Or even just like the chakras. Yeah, so- I mean you know like the yellow belly thing and and it's like wow Um, you know well the cool (laughs) thing
1: about what i like about and okay so number one what i think is different about kundalini yoga at least my class is i i focus a ton on your energetic system i really work a lot with that um and i did my so kundalini yoga has some tantric numerology that they work with and so i i did that and it's based on your Uh, name and your birth date and I think you I I should post a link because you can just go and put it put in your information and get your reading and mine yeah and so I did mine a long time ago and mine said that my my divine purpose my destiny in life my main path was to teach people about their energy system and I cracked up and I said well this is no no kidding because that's what I'm doing and I yeah and so I love it so you know you often hear me say we're just light in space and motion, so just chill out in class. So, I t- talk a lot about the energetic system. I do talk the chakras a little bit, and yeah, that funny thing about you know, the um, the belly, this the third chakra's color, and Manipura mm-hmm. chakra is yellow, and that's where they get the and that's where we hold our fear. Uh, It's also the source of our will, but that's where they come up with things like yellow (laughs) belly. And it's funny. So that's my, that's my dropping (laughs) science today. We work with the, with the endocrine system a lot. We work with all the glands. Um, That's one of the biggest things because the the biggest thing in Kundalini yoga is uh, we're chemical system and those chemicals, those hormones have to be balanced. They have those glands have to be secreting properly. So a lot of what we do. So if other Vinyasa yoga, it works on the endocrine system as well. It has a, an American focus of talking about the body more. Um, but Kundalini Yoga always talks about the glands. So like I said in the beginning, you know, there's kriyas for liver. I just did it. I just taught a Kriya for your kidneys. One of my favorite Kriyas is for adrenals <laughs> it's because we're all burned out.
0: Oh, you know what? It's just occurred to me. I know what a Kriya is because I've been taking this class for a, while, for a long time. But what is a Kriya? Yeah, so because a everyone Kriya might is know.
1: Um, a set of postures, breathing, and movement to bring about a manifested outcome, a specific purpose. So we do all of these movements and breathwork and mantras in order, in this order, to work on the kidneys, to work on the liver, to work on the pituitary, to um, – there's a million mm-hmm. of them. I mean, I think there's five – thousand kriyas and meditations.
0: So yeah, and I don't make stuff up.
1: So yeah, I don't make stuff up like other ones. Um the other yogas that you uh you go to certifications for and you the classes that you take for vinyasa and other classes, they're taught how to sequence and they can put these they can put classes together any way you want. I cannot we have our books, Mm -hmm. you gotta buy books, you gotta follow that Kriya to the letter they want you to. So very different in that respect. I'm not making anything up I'm following. You know, I'm not making up the Korean for the kidneys. The Korean for the mm. kidneys I follow,
0: so. Mm. Okay. Now, I've, I've put two and two together um, at the classes I've been at that, you know, I've seen mm. your daughters before uh, in class. So you've got one who's a teenager and one who looks Correct. like she's one a pretty One is teen. 10, yep. Um, and the other
1: 17 working okay. at the yoga studio, which makes it convenient. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yes. Yes. How do you encourage yoga and meditation with them?
1: Um, Well, it's um, not very black and white. It's very gray. And um, yoga is such a personal practice to me. And they were so young. I often didn't. I I didn't. I was, I guess I'm going to just feign the, I led by example because I didn't want them bothering me. I just wanted to do yoga. So I'd be like, (laughs) see you later. And I would go, I need a lot of personal time. And my daughters are the same. They need a lot of personal time too. So we're all wired the same. Anyway, Mm -hmm. um, every now and again, I would say, come now, we're doing yoga and just Once a month, I would do, say, the full moon yoga with them. And I would just say, come and do it. And I have to tell Mm -hmm. you, for little kids, they could sit there for 11 minutes and chant with me and sit still for 11 minutes and not bother. So something's happening. It changes the whole household when there's such a focus. And it's been really cool. Mm -hmm. And I've been able to – I got the teenager there, I think, when she was 12 before, like, you know, tough times, sixth, seventh, and eighth grade. And I got her for uh, one semester to give me 10 minutes or 14 minutes every morning. And we chanted two mantras every morning before class. And it was really awesome. Um, So, yeah.
0: Wow. That's really cool. That's, that's one thing I, you know, I want to be more consistent. That's kind of a goal of mine. And I want to, you know, share this with my kids because it's so beneficial to me. Why am I like hiding it? And like, you know, going in a room and shutting the door. Um, and, you
1: know, yeah, doing and I don't own. think, cause it seems to me when I, I, I had them, um, I'm in the middle of a, a meditations for myself right now. I do seven minutes of pranayama, seven minutes of chanting and seven minutes of quiet. And I made them both come in with me the other day for you know, one 10 year old <laughs> and one 17 year old. And I said, we're going to do some, we're going to do That's this. I tell them you know, what we're doing. And they sat there and they did the full 21 minutes. Wow. And who would have thought? Now, wow, how does that happen? Because awesome. I don't make them do it all the time. So I think it just seeps into right. the, just seeps into the family.
0: <laughs> right. I love that. Oh my gosh, that's great. So, I mean, you kind of already said a little bit, but how has Kundalini Yoga impacted you as a mom? you're a working mom, uh, right? Yeah. Full time, um, right? And, and you teach.
1: teach, and anyway, you know. The thing with yoga, any, and if you have a regular meditation practice, um, what will happen to you is that um, people become more transparent, even yourself. And the interesting thing, when you're working with the third eye, you become so intuitive. And it is what I found is that the more I meditate, I become more and more intuitive. And uh, sometimes I don't understand even what's happening. How do I explain this? People become more transparent. You can hear the fear behind their words. I can hear the fear behind my words when I'm saying, when I'm yelling at them and I say to myself, you're not you're not mad at them. You're afraid you're going to look bad as a mom because of what they're doing, their dirty face right. or, or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah. And I, so yeah. I catch myself more and, um, and that's been an interesting thing, I think. Yeah. Um, just to be able to oh, I can totally you know, just see to be that. able to be a little bit more intuitive and hear what's coming. Hear the pain or the fear or the sadness behind people's words, your even your own. And I think that's just a lot of great information that we don't typically get if we're not so tuned in and and really keeping quiet you know for a while um, to hear those things so.
0: Yeah. You know, I, I totally agree. I think it's just, it increases your awareness on so many levels. Um, you know, awareness Mm -hmm. of my body. Um, you know, I'm, I feel like I'm much more aware of when I'm starting to get tense and, um, and, and being aware of situations that are a little bit stressful for me. They're not so stressful that I think like, Oh, I'm dreading this thing, but it's like, okay, it's a, it's an elevated stress level. And I can go. I can recognize that, and I can sort of like take a deep breath, and you know, Good for you. do whatever God. I do. Yeah, it's. I, I think it's really. It's super. I'm so super glad.
1: Helpful. The thing with Kundalini is, if yeah. and I tell them too when we've just done something, even for one minute, I say take anything, anything that you liked from class today, any movement, any breath work, and just practice it for three minutes. Just, just for three minutes. You don't need a lot. We you know, we don't, have, we don't have time for a lot. Right. So we just don't. Um, so if we can right. just take a few things here and there and incorporate them into our lives that um, Guru Jagat right now is a young uh, female out, in, out of L.A. She runs the Rama Institute and she's written a book recently. Uh, Invincible Living, I think. And she's got this thing out mm-hmm. there right now. 10 minutes just try this for 10 minutes and see how you feel just just try it and it's a brilliant campaign to spread the word that it doesn't take much to change your physiology and your mental state it just takes you know 10 minutes just takes you to notice that things are changing and you need it yeah so good for you good for you
0: right and I thought thank you and you know and it is more than I mean it is Mm -hmm. physiological I mean, it is, it's those hormones and the chemistry. It's not just, it's not just strictly your thoughts. I mean, it's kind of, it's all linked together. And that's, that's something that I've, you know, become aware of and learned about. Um, since yeah, it's been. exactly so, that. And
1: just like what happened to you with the panic and me with the depression, the body manifests the emotion or the physiological symptoms before we actually register mm-hmm. emotion. There's some dropping some signs. We, yeah. physiological yeah. change comes first, the breath stops the body tenses and then you say oh i'm afraid i'm this i'm that i'm angry so it's funny yeah. mm-hmm.
0: awesome now what do you see or what do you hope for for the future of your kundalini practice and being a yoga instructor oh well you know I mean, you've expanded recently. It's kind of, you know, expanded. This, our area's now got three yeah, classes. You know, I and- had
1: time off from huh. the full time job and thought I would just pursue being this yogi. And I, a year ago, I was teaching like eight classes a week to like two people each class. It wasn't going anywhere. And the funny thing is, is that here I am um, working, you know, 50, 60 hours a week. And now my classes are blowing up. I find that ironic.
0: <laughs> um, right.
1: But, um, yes. Oh. Funny how so the universe funny. works so that way. I'm supposed to be in banking, and that's that. Um, so I, I, I don't – I kind of don't have a huge goal for my kundalini yoga um, uh, teaching thing. I like having a lot of people come to class from, you know, just from the ego standpoint. That's awesome. You know, so great. Pat yourself <laughs> on the back. Oh, my God, people love your class. You know, I work on that, too. I work on it doesn't matter who comes to class because really that one person – that changes from class affects so many people like i can't even begin you can't even imagine how many people Mm -hmm. that person affects so uh, it doesn't ever really matter Mm -hmm. who comes to class um i just think that there's so much um joy to be experienced with this practice that i just love sharing it now that's what I enjoy. And you look at a beautiful sunset and it's more fun sometimes to have somebody with you to say, isn't that gorgeous? And I think that's what I'm enjoying is just right. sharing this. Um, sometimes they call it a technology, sharing this technology and these practices so that people can just feel freaking awesome.
0: <laughs> that's just right. That's I love that. Now, what do you wish people knew about yoga and meditation? You know, like, is there like a misconception? or a myth that you want, you know, to bust or, um, you know, just something that you wish people oh, knew yeah.
1: about. Um, us. the biggest one is that people say they can't, I can't, like someone told me today, I can't go to yoga class cause I'm not flexible. And,
0: um, mm-hmm. I, can't I can't meditate. Oh my gosh. I can't Yay, do that. My, my mind can't can. do that. Yeah. That was me. I mean, I was like, yeah, okay, I'll try this, you know, yeah. dippy dippy yeah. baloney, but you know, it's not right. Gonna work. that's right. I hear that a lot. <laughs> and, um,
1: you know, so that's the stereotype that yoga is just about being flexible. My yoga is definitely not being, uh, not anything about being flexible. It's nice to stretch your life nerve, right? It's nice to stretch those hamstrings. It is important and let and life is so much more comfortable when you feel good physically. Certainly we, you know, I teach, Mm -hmm. you know, the body is a temple, but, um, um, where was I going with this? It's,
0: Oh, what things you yeah, want to know the the thing, yeah. And the
1: thing with <laughs> meditating is um, that people, I can't do it. My mind just keeps going. Well, that's the mind's job. So the number one mm. thing they taught us in, in training was, you know, yeah, you're here to learn yoga, but we're really just on the down low. We're here to just teach you how to meditate. That was what the teacher said, like under their breath, like don't tell anybody. Really? We're just here to teach you how to meditate. Um, yeah, because oh, all funny. yoga is was to get the stress out of the body and the kinks out of the body and balance the nervous system so that you could sit still for a long time and still the mind and the body. And so how to still the mind, the mind's job we were taught is that in the blink of an eye, your mind gives you 1000 thoughts, 1000 in the blink of an eye. So, Uh so the mind's job is to produce ideas and to give you thoughts and, you know, and then you take, One of the thousand. So where do the other 999 go? They go to your subconscious every second, every second or quarter of a second. And so you meditate to clear that up. So they say um, meditating. So your your mind is going, but that's okay because that's the mind's job. That's why we have the mantra to focus. And yes you know, you're always off and that's okay. Um, and I also tell people to don't, you know, you're coming to class. It's your first time. It's like saying, you're going to go run a marathon. It takes freaking practice that people think they're just right. going to do it in one minute, snap the fingers and I'm going to be great. It's no, it takes a lot of work, but that's why they you know, call it a
0: practice. Yeah. yeah that's and so true. There's
1: a thing was I can't, um, saying you can't meditate, um is like saying you're or i'm not flexible i can't go to yoga or i can't my mind is too busy i can't meditate it's like saying i'm too dirty to take a shower <laughs> too dirty to take a shower i can't do
0: it <laughs> oh my gosh it doesn't, I make, love it. doesn't
1: even make any it's sense so it doesn't
0: even make any sense right yeah there's all the more reason yeah. why you need it yeah i think people sometimes like they just think they're too far gone yeah, it's or too bad you know if you're able to you know if you're able to keep your head above water you know, it's like it, it ain't broke, don't fix it. And it's like, yeah, but can you can you get more joy out of life? Can you feel more bliss? Yes. You know, it, it, not enough people want to have those conversations. Life
1: is um, difficult, like just in general, right? And so, it's so much so much better yeah. to go through it happy and enjoying. So
0: yes, yeah, yes. Okay, I have six questions. I like to ask oh. it at, at the end of every interview. are you hardest
1: ones? Yep. They're the hardest ones. Let's do it.
0: (laughs) Okay. What is your favorite author and or book?
1: I have none. I'm sitting here next to the Bhagavad Gita and I have a Stephen Mitchell translation, which is great. So I'm going to go with that one for lack of a better one
0: right now. Okay. Is that, that's a yoga book I'm assuming.
1: The Bhagavad Gita is actually a Buddhist um, <laughs> philosophy book. I
0: know, because um, I was just kind of like Bhagav.
1: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <not> Bhagavad Gita. <laughs> Gita. They don't. Um, I don't think they even know who wrote it. So okay. um, But the translation is by Stephen Mitchell, um, and uh, I highly recommend that translation. Wow, um Every okay. time I, I, I read it many times, and every time I read it, I am changed. It's a really cool. Really? book. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm.
0: All right. Favorite quote
1: um my hookem in um which is a, a you just pick a quote out of a hat at teacher training and it was travel lights uh spread the light be the light
0: Ooh, travel lights spread the light be the be light
1: be the light I think I'm missing one of them there's a fourth but I forgot
0: <laughs> well those three are good yeah how funny what is your guilty pleasure
1: uh pedicures I have a lot of pedicures.
0: I think if I was a yoga instructor, I think that would be, um, you know, I would be vain and be concerned about that.
1: Yeah, but it was even way before that. I've had one. I probably, every two weeks to once a month for the last 17 years without fail. It's like really a bad thing.
0: Yeah, (laughs) That's awesome. All right. Besides your family, what gets you going? What puts the fizz in your soda?
1: Well, obviously it, it is. It's yeah. Oh, yeah. it's yeah. Yeah. And spreading no it. Okay,
0: cool. Um, what keeps you balanced and calm?
1: Um, just making sure I hit the couch every now and again to snuggle with the family and just chill out, but be home and be grounded, be outside mm-hmm. my, or on my property. It's that's really, really important to balance that way. Love
0: it. What do you mm-hmm. think the world needs more of?
1: Oh, I'm such a foregone conclusion. Kundalini yoga. No, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> my um, my uh, my trainer said exercise, which is brilliant. Yeah, we need to get outside more, I think. Everybody needs to get outside more, breathe the mm-hmm. fresh
0: air. Hmm. Gosh, well, thank you so much for being here.
1: Oh, thank you. Such a pleasure. Oh, so honored.
0: You're welcome. And, you know, I really think without going, you know, getting really, really cheesy... I think what you're doing, you know, as far as I'm concerned, is holy work. <laughs> uh, so it's it is just Yeah, It's a
1: good time. And I love what you're doing, too. And I think that, like I said, everybody was, it sounded so important that I was being <laughs> hey, interviewed for a blog today. <laughs> <So>.
0: <laughs> I love it. I love it. Oh, my gosh. Well, so. thank you so much. Well, I will see you in time. class. All right, dear. Thanks,
1: okay, Mandy. Okay, bye. Have a good one. Bye-bye.